Hello, I'm Mahazy. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Cheeses Following Jesus podcast. Welcome back, you guys. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for those who have shared this. We're just out here trying to spread the word of God and help people get closer to God. Amen. We're so glad to be back with another episode. I just wanted to start starting off the podcast with a nice little prayer. So I'm going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this beautiful day that we have today, Lord. Thank you for the listener on the other side of the device, Lord, on any podcast streaming, Father. May they be blessed, Lord, and may this word, Father, be an aid to their problems, Lord, in life, or just getting closer to you, Lord. May they continue, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord, and may your Holy Spirit dwell in this message. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we wanted to talk about a certain topic and subject, but then before getting on here, I, I, I advised him like, oh, how about we speak about anger? Because as a married couple, we've experienced this a lot. Anger is just so easily triggered. I've been so easily triggered in the past before as a child, as a teen, as an adult. And I can, back then, I could just easily get triggered, easily get annoyed by my spouse, easily get annoyed by other people and, you know, just be angry about it. And now walking with God, I've learned a lot And I'm not saying I'm here and I'm perfect and I don't get angry, but I've learned a lot on to hold my tongue back in certain um, situations. But yesterday we had like a little situation and stuff and it kind of led me towards um, a little bit of anger. And that's something that's not fruitful. That's the enemy trying to attack, trying to bring your marriage down, destroy your marriage and do things like that. So that's why we're going to hit on this subject, because if you're getting angry or if somebody is causing you to ang- get angry, just know it's not coming from God. It's coming from the enemy. So true. Babe. And I'm going to say you've been progressing. We both have been progressing Walking with Christ is about progression, not perfection. So like she said, we're going to be straight up honest because that way you guys can feel like, okay, this is, this is something I can ease into, you know, and like, like my wife had just said, it's not fruitful to be angry. And it's true. The, The spirit of anger does not come from God because God wants you to have the fruit of the spirit. You know, love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, patience. Um, And there's a few other I'm missing, but at the top of my head, I can remember those. And it just makes you realize God is all love and he just wants us to be more like Christ. So we must be be loving and, and just put into practice not having anger or bitterness in our hearts and just leave it there. Because whenever a problem arises, the best option for you, and trust me, this is just based off our experiences as well, giving it to God first and foremost will eliminate many, many problems. In the word, it says not to not to quarrel, which means like not to argue, not to fight, right? So I feel like this not having anger so present in your marriage or just in any type of relationship, really, it will help you to 
not only feel better, feel that joy, but to get closer to God in reality. Yes. Some people can just be quick to say something with their tongue, not knowing that your tongue has a lot of power. And it says it in the Bible. Let me pull up the verse. Proverbs 18.21. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. If you're wishing ill, death, anything upon somebody, just know that your tongue has power. Those people who are just wishing that upon you and stuff like that, that's just their anger. And But don't let it get you angry. Don't let it affect you. Um, I have had friends in the past that had wished death upon me that had said, hurtful things upon my name and i'm not gonna sit here and lie but i've done the same as well out of anger so that Mm -hmm. them doing that to me triggered me to do that to them and that's not fruitful that's so revengeful now if i hear something if i know something i will go to my lord and i will pray give me peace through this time soften my heart towards that person because it's just a spirit in them that just doesn't want you to be happy or doesn't like what you're doing with your life or sees your spirit and it feels some type of discomfort from your spirit versus theirs. When you start walking with God, you become that light and light doesn't get along with darkness. Light can shine in the dark, but light and dark, it's not sunny and light. uh, It's not sunny and dark outside at the same time during the day. When people sin against us like this and do thoughts out of anger We have to learn to forgive them and just go to our Lord and pray. Pray for that peace. Pray for that comfort. Do not engage in that back and that revengeful act of, oh, no, well, you said this about me. I'm going to say this about you. Oh, you wish death upon me. I'm going to wish death upon you. It doesn't know. And with it doesn't work like that. It, It just shouldn't. I know a lot of people try to work like that, but it just shouldn't. And, you know, leaving it all in God's hands, God protects his people. A lot of times when we were younger, before I even knew of Christ, as a teenager, when me and Joe got together, I would always curse him with my tongue, not knowing that there's power in my the words that come out of my tongue. And a lot of it was just out of anger. I would curse him just, I don't know, I don't remember, but I would just always um, see myself cursing him. So when I gave myself to God, I was like, all right, if there's power in my tongue, I need to watch what I say, and whatever I say has to be fruitful. So just know that if you guys um, ever feel some type of way because somebody has sinned against you or somebody has said something that made you angry or feel some type of way, just don't do it back to them because there's power in your tongue and just know that God protects you before anybody else can protect you. And also forgive those who have done you dirty like that. Just as Joe, just as Joe has forgiven me, forgive those who um, speak ill, death upon you, and don't interact with people like that as well. Like just know that you are who you hang out with. So if you're just hanging out with your friend who's always cursing up a storm and getting angry and getting angry at employees, workers, or just road raging all the time, cursing and cursing her kids and all, stay away, love from a distance. But if you're hanging out with somebody who's fruitful, um, hey, I'm going through this situation, please pray for me. And you both go into prayer. 
stay closer to those people who are going to draw you closer to God. Stay away from those who are quick with their tongue. Stay away from those who are just angry with their tongue and just say anything. Just be careful who you hang out with. I've seen a TikTok video that says like, I don't know where I saw it or I read it somewhere, but it said, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And I used to always think like, no, we, me and my friends are way different. Like, no, there's a spirit in your spirit that attracts that friend. So it's the truth. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. I'll tell you who you are. Uh, I'm not saying it me as myself, but like, it's so true. Like, show me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who your friend group is. Yeah, I believe it also says, uh, not to cut you off, babe, but very, very well said. Everything you're talking about right now. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I believe that's what um, I've heard um, on top of what you're saying. And honestly, it's so true. Like as even before, like how my wife had just said in the past, she would use word word curses against me without without realizing it. But also at the same time, I didn't realize it either. So, you know, feeling that doubt or the discouragement from the words i wouldn't notice that that was a word curse until today being true followers of christ we're able to discern more and realize oh we look back at past situations and we're like oh that's why this happened or or that's why i felt this way you know and it all it all makes sense when you're really hearing from the lord and and you, when you think back on your life, that's the Holy Spirit just showing you, this is what I've saved you from. This is the life you used to live in. And look how much joy you have now. Look at the peace you have now. And that's why I'm so glad that that you even realized back then, because that's just from years ago, you know? Well, I didn't that's realize so it back then, but I'm realizing no, I, it. No, realizing now, back then. Yeah. If you go around cursing people, it doesn't come from God. And... This is where the Lord gives you discernment. Like, you know, if you've been praying for two friends and you get two friends in your pathway and they're new friends, they come around the same time and you've been praying for um, a friend. One of them is speaking life into you, motivating you, praying with you. And then the other one is just bringing you down, doing little acts of jealousy. You know, you you would know which friend came from God and which one didn't. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's good. And I used to curse people, too, without even knowing it back then. And I used to curse Joseph a lot out of anger, but I didn't know that my tongue had power back then. And when he would get angry back, he would do the same thing back to me. Not as harsh, but he would do it back to me. And now that God gave us discernment and we're like, oh, wow, like, you know, the power of the tongue. And then, you know, it just leads to anger. It leads to sin. It leads to other things. And it's best just to choose your words wisely and speak life into people so they can see like, hmm, you know, Joseph's always um, happy. Like he's that light. Like I want to be like him. What is he doing? And then you introduce them to God. Like, hey, man, like what's going on? Like, why are you acting like this? What makes you so happy? And then, you know. Joseph, I, like, I follow God. I follow big God. You know? Amen. <laughs> so then. um you know, they're, or eventually they'll start to come around and be like, um, what do you do? Like, what are you doing with life? Like, what? Like, why are you always so happy? Or why are you always so peaceful? They'll start to ask around. 
and then you know you you introduce them to your god so just know that i know this podcast is like all over the place but anger just needs to sin and if somebody's so quick to anger i know like okay god's not in the center of your heart how he should be there's something another spirit taking control of you a spirit that's causing you to get easily annoyed easily angry by others like if you're easily getting triggered by people sneezing or chewing or the way they drink food or the way they say things or just by the way they look there's something in you that's living a spirit that's living in you that's not fruitful and it's not from god and it's time to get close to God so you can um, get that peace and comfort that you need for the rest of your life. When you're really following God, he gives you that peace. So no matter the circumstance, we're called to be content. So no matter, no matter what other people are doing, no matter if they're if someone's angry towards you, God gives us that power and that spirit to of peace just to to not even react to those kind of things because when you follow Christ, you know you're at peace. So no matter what's going on around you, God gives you the power to be content and to not react to certain things, which is great because that's how you know you're like, okay, I'm progressing uh, ever since I've been following the Lord. And, and it takes effort it takes daily bread like it's called daily bread for a reason reading your word every day because once you're not reading the word that gives room for the enemy to be like okay awesome like i'm gonna get them back to the regular way they were living and they're not going to be focused on on the lord because when you're not in the word because this is the word of god is like the lord speaking to you it's the living bible it it's the book that reads you and it gives you so much advice. It's the Lord's words speaking to you. So when you're in it, you realize, okay, how can how can I not be angry? There's just so many scriptures in here that that it'll just show you like, oh wow, like this is me. It'll really speak to you and you'll realize. James chapter one, verse 19 and 20. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. What so, what verse was that? James chapter one, verse nineteen through twenty. Okay, so I'm I'm reading it too on the NIV version. Mm-hmm. And it says, My brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to also there was another verse I was thinking about earlier. And it was when I was in the book of Job, because Job went through a lot more, more than I'd say more than a lot of people's lives, because yeah, a lot of more, people have been been through a lot. But this man went through lot, so much, like lost and way more than if you put mine and Joe's lives together and all of the problems that we've had in our lives, Job went through a way more than we have. A little bit about Job, the devil wanted to test Job and, you know, God was like, all right, go ahead and test him. But Job was so faithful to God, no matter what. He believed so much in God, no matter what. And in the Bible, it says, uh, bless those who have not seen but believe. 
the devil was uh, testing him, took away everything he owned, everything he had, and took away his kids as well. Um, all of like his kids had died and stuff. And he was at his lowest, at his lowest moment. And this guy was like um, pretty wealthy. He was at his lowest, and even at his lowest, he was still praising God. And he had two or three friends come around, and they're like, oh, man, like, look what God's done to you and this and that. And he still had faith in God. They're trying to blame him for everything that was going on, yet he knew everything good and bad could come from the Lord because the Lord does test us, and he's, he really tests your faith and says, Okay, you, you say you're following me. Are you really following me? He'll send tests. And once you're passing these tests, he realizes like, okay, they're ready for this blessing. They're ready for that blessing. Or, you know, I can give them this now. They're, they're ready. They're growing. And, you know, it's baby steps in the beginning. But then once you realize, oh, like God really is there for me, you keep growing and growing just like we have. And there's a quote I remember from, from reading Job uh, a while back. It was Job 12, 22. God turns darkness to light. So no matter how dark you may feel, no matter how angry or, or anything in your life you may feel, like God will change the, change the way your circumstances are through you. It's, it's through you first, and then you start to see the, the outcome. Because like, uh, like my wife was explaining earlier, you know, anger is not, not fruitful. And it's so true. There's just so many, so many times you could see the anger in people. And then anytime I'm like, sense any type of anger or anything, I, I first and foremost give it to God because I'm like, okay, only, only God can change, change me, change the circumstances I'm in. So I've been, I feel like the Lord has been putting that practice into me and I've been able to just act on it. So whenever any type of negative emotion arises, you know, because we're human, it's we're going to feel emotion and, and such. But the Lord was just showing me, like, just give it to me. Every time it happens, just give it to me. Give it to me. And I've been doing that, and, and it, it really helps out. He turns situation, prayer works. It's like, man, like you, you guys, I promise you, just, just trust the Lord. Everything else will be given to you, I promise. Like, it's, it's like on his circumstances. Like, he has the best for your life. He knows every single thing about you he know he already knows so it's like when you make that known to him it's you're building that relationship you're like okay I, I trust god because i can talk to him about anything and he already knows all so why why hide anything from him or why why try to to be like oh i'm, I'm angry I, I can't talk to god because i'm not you know i'm not in my righteous place it's like no talk he wants to talk to you whenever and whenever you can did I say whenever twice? <laughs> Wherever and whenever you can, because he's a he's a loving God and he he wants you to trust him, even if you don't know what's what's going to happen next. That's the whole point of trust. You know, just like how we sit in a chair, we trust that it's not going to break. You know, we we get into buses or whatever cars with people. We trust, you know, everything's going to go right. But it's like God, God should be the first, the first trust we should be 
we should be focused on because he's the one that's gonna has full control of our lives. He knows everything that's destined to happen. Amen. And just like Joe was saying, um, God knows everything. God knows everything and he sees everything. He knows everything that you're doing, everything that you've done. Um, and even though God knows, that doesn't mean, oh, well, he already knows. I'm just not going to tell him. No, that's where the relationship starts. Like that's where the relationship begins. I used to think, oh, well, God already knows. I don't need to tell him because he's already looking at me down right now and like looking at what I'm doing. Yeah, he does know and he knows everything, but he wants you to come to him. As a child, if your child does something and you already know your child has done that, you're just like, hmm, I'm going to wait till she comes to me. For example, let's say Chloe did something and I find out before she plans to tell me. And I'm just waiting for her to tell me and apologize, but I'm just going to keep my mouth quiet and be like, hmm, I'm going to wait and see. I already know she did something, but I'm going to wait. So if she doesn't ever come up to me and say, oh, well, you know, I'm just not going to tell her because she doesn't know she hasn't brought it up or anything. I'm just going to pretend like I didn't do it. And then, you know, that shows me where she really stands like, wow, you're not going to come and tell me what you did and be honest about it. Um, and not in a um, in a bad way or anything, but like, just go and tell God what you've done, what you're doing, what you're going through, because he, he wants to hear from you. And it's not I think we've mentioned this on our first um, episode. Mm -hmm. It's not. 99%. He wants to hear from you 100%. He wants to have that relationship with you. And I am 100% convicted as a, I struggle with my flesh every day. So pray for me, you guys, that I may grow that relationship with God stronger than what it's already grown. But I want to be like Job. I want to be like him. Like if, if my life were to be destroyed and everything was gone, I will still have faith in my Lord. Because like it said, and it happens a lot in the Bible where God will take a really, all these people in the Bible were not perfect. He will take some, a dark situation and turn it into light. Um, our testimonies, drinking, smoking, living in that dark lifestyle, blaspheming against our Lord. Um, and not because of the lifestyle we lived. Yeah, because of the lifestyle we lived, but also because I was even getting into like um, card readings, like watching them online and witchcraft and listening to like witches online and stuff like that, asking questions on TikTok live when they were reading cards. And um, that was opening like the door for the, the enemy to come in and attack. Rebuke that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, we just rely on the Lord. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was getting into all of that and stuff, putting my trust in um, doing that and trying to um, read people's aur auras, like their colors and um, zodiac signs and just all that stuff, evil eye, all that stuff that just allowed the enemy to come in and attack. So I was doing all of this against the Lord, plus getting drunk, smoking weed, vaping every day. And, you know, God took that darkness and turned it into light. Now I live a life that I am so happy with. And back then, when I was doing all of this stuff, I was just like, wow, like, I'm just going to be like this forever. There was no happiness. Um, I couldn't really love Joe. 
I couldn't love my daughter 100% how I should have because I didn't love Jesus first. I didn't accept him into my heart. And if I can't, I feel like if you can't love God, you can't show somebody else love because God will show you how to love. Jesus is the perfect example of what love is. He loved everyone and everything. Amen. When people spoke bad about him, he held his tongue. He stayed quiet. And that's how we should be like, all right, you know, this person has said A, B, and C about me, has spoken death upon my name, has done all of these things that are sinful against me. I'm just going to simply hold my tongue back, pray about it to God, because God sees everything that you're, that you're going through. God sees your tears. God sees what that person has done against you. And the revenge isn't yours. It's not. Re revenge is mine, says the Lord. <laughs> and even in Matthew 5, 22, it says, But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in, the, in danger of judgment. So it's just, it makes more sense in the word when when you're following the lord you start realizing okay if you're if you're angry for the most part you start noticing and realizing okay so i shouldn't be angry because anger doesn't come from the lord and it's even if you're angry at somebody it's just best to let it go give it to god give give god everything cuz like my wife said he has the best for you so there's no no reason not to like what what do you have to lose and I've heard this from Pastor Isaiah Saldivar so many times, like, what do you have to lose? Even if all of this is right or wrong, like, what do you have to lose by, by being a better person? It's so true. And we've been experiencing this so much. And it's just awesome. Once you, once you get close to the Lord, having fear of God is, is the best thing that can happen to you. Mm -hmm. Psalm 111 verse 10 states, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. So once you have that that fear of the Lord, it's like, okay, I want to please the Lord. I want to do what the Lord wants me to do because he knows what's best for you. It keeps you from making so many mistakes, especially the longer you follow him. He, he keeps you on a path that doesn't lead to destruction and you're able to just realize you know what god does love me like i do i do have a all-loving god he has the best life predestined for me let me let me get out of my sinful nature let me let me give let me give jesus a try because in the end really what do you have to lose it's it's take us for example please like my wife is amazing She's been doing so, so well. Like, I, I can't even see the old her at all. It's like, I, I don't get angry. I, I don't think about those things because the Lord, again, gives you peace. And I have that peace that Christ has given me. I have that joy that he revealed as a gift. It's like these, these gifts and more will be added to your life. And we're just in a state right now where we're just trusting the lord and we're learning to trust him more and more and more because it's like it just keeps growing and he just shows you like look trust me and i'll give you peace you're not going to worry about this you're not going to worry about that because even if you don't know that's that's the point because i'm gonna put you i'm gonna push you through like i'm like i i have 
everything that you need. And it's so true. And I'm very proud of you, babe. I love you so much. And even this podcast was, I believe, a, an awesome, amazing idea from the Holy Spirit that that put it in my wife's mind, put it in her heart. You know what? Let's start this. Let's start this. And I really pray that you you all take heed to this message and that it's really penetrating your heart. If you if you feel any type of anger, may you just give it to the Lord and say, you know what, Lord, I wanna I wanna give you a try. I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried therapy. Like let let Jesus be your therapist, you know? Amen. <laughs> For real. Like it's it's just so much better. Like and because I've tried to get close to the Lord in the past and I try to do it on my own understanding. The Bible says not to lean, to lean not unto your own understanding. And that's what I was doing. I wasn't even in the word. Like how how was I going to learn from God when I wasn't in the Bible at all? Like I'd read a day and then it's like I go through the next the whole week without without reading anything. It's like, how am I going to learn? How am I going to continue to have that peace? I'm giving room for the devil to to come into my life and just stir things up and realize like, oh, no, like, like what's happening? What am I doing wrong? It's daily bread. Trust me. Yeah. And um, I am highly convicted of that. I try to be in my word as much as I can. But Joe has like his plans going on on his phone. And, you know, he really does um read the bible a lot so if you're feeling like um oh well i don't read it as much as they do uh or as much as joe does it's just time to get started joe motivates me a lot but maybe in the future like we can have bible studies and stuff like that to motivate each other or we can start like a group on whatsapp whatsapp or WhatsApp. (laughs) whatsapp or somewhere instagram to just motivate each other and stuff and just continue being in that word pushing each other thriving for god praying for each other uh those are the kind of friendships that we want to have so we've been praying for that um but yeah no matter what you're going through trust in the lord do not be so quick to use um to get angry or sin against somebody don't be quick to to curse somebody with your tongue your tongue has power we don't revenge don't seek revenge leave revenge for the lord he's the one that cares for you in the past like friends have done me wrong and i have always planned revenge and stuff like oh i'm gonna do this to get back at them but no just leave it in god's hands leave it as it is and also forgive those who have sinned against you i was uh reading the bible the other day and I read about, I think it was Paul, who told Jesus, like, um, hey, if somebody has sinned against me seven times, should I forgive them seven times? And Jesus replied, not seven times, but 77 times you should forgive them. So forgive one another. Just forgive. Like if somebody, even if they don't apologize to you, you know, you don't, you don't, need, you don't need somebody to say sorry to you for you to um, forgive them. If you're waiting for that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I hurt you, I'm sorry for A, B, and C, you're not going to be healed all the way. The only way you're going to be healed is through God. God's the one that's going to heal you 100%. 
if somebody hurt you so bad and left a scar in your heart or ripped a little piece out of your heart chloe just woke up come hey, here baby, baby. come mm-hmm. here what's that we're just <laughs> a microphone it's okay Say we're hi. wrapping it up hi why is it small <laughs> we love you we're just gonna say something really quick okay just sit right here quietly okay don't wait to get an apology to be healed because that apology is not going to heal you and the person who's sinning against you sometimes they know what they're doing they know oh if i don't apologize it's gonna hurt them more and i read on google that if you have unforgiveness in your heart it makes you um obviously it it creates emotional and physical distress physically you can get high blood pressure high heart rate, um, a chance of diabetes. And emotionally, you're going to be wired up with all these emotions, revenge, um, bitterness, anger, trust issues. But when you forgive, you let that go. You leave it in God's hands. That mm-hmm. may God soften your heart towards them. Amen. And you're, um, only, ma- you're only hurting yourself in the, in the end. Yeah, That's because that person, doing. if they cared about you, if they cared about your feelings, they would have apologized. But they don't. So if they don't, if they sinned against you or caused you to be angry or feel some type of way, forgive them. Forgive them for anything that they've done to you. And don't wait for their I'm sorry in order to heal heal with the lord heal with god leave your healing to god and he will transform you and help you we'll go into forgiveness like in another episode because i wrote like a lot of notes of unforgiveness and forgiveness and on top of that we will get into uh into deliverance on one of our next episodes we're gonna explain both my experience and my wife's right here. It's it's something to look forward to. So stay tuned. Yes, and that episode's going to be longer than the usual, like our usual ones, because we're planning to keep them like at thirty minutes most. Mm-hmm. But that deliverance one is going to be a little bit longer, just because we're talking about um, the spiritual world that yes. we can't see. Spiritual warfare is real. Demons are it's real. So real, and you guys are gonna. You guys are gonna wanna wanna man, stay tuned for that. Yes. I'm I'm ready to explode. I'm excited for that one too. <laughs> and I wanted to end this podcast with this with this awesome verse right here, Matthew chapter seven, verse thirteen and fourteen. The narrow and wide gates. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. So I encourage you all to get close to Christ. He loves you so much. It is a difficult life, but he gives you peace and he brings you through it. And just trust in him always and you will have a better life for yourself and those around you. The path is narrow. It's a narrow path to go to heaven. It doesn't mean everyone's going to go to heaven, but I don't want to crush feelings or anything like that. So we'll talk about that in another episode. Oh, yeah. No, we're not Christian feelings. It's just I'm reading the verse. But right now we're going to go be with our daughter. We love you guys. And we hope that um, you guys share this with your friends and family on your stories. Just spread the word so we can spread more about God, God's love and his grace. 
stay tuned in uh, for the other episode. And if you guys want to write a review to help this podcast grow, you guys can. And may God bless you guys. Amen. You guys have a blessed, wonderful day. In the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.